talent is not sexually transmitted. The only door you ever knocked down was the door to John Cena's bedroom. God damn! Thanks, Noob Noob. And he eventually threw you out of that exact same door. How's it sounding? Do I sound good? You sound like you one of those lads off of To Catch a Predator. That was exactly what I was going for. <laughs> That's good. Uh, no, Nicky, this week he watched Raw and attempted to kill himself. Uh, All right. Next week. That's if they allow him out of the um, detention center that he's in. The detention center for, yeah. for people who try to kill themselves watching Raw. Yes. <laughs> Was there government funding towards that? Because I want to get in on that. <laughs> you don't even watch there, Raw. I watched it this week because I read about it and it read like a plane crash. And I said, I have to see this. <laughs> but ah, well. if you go to this detention center, you have to take the blue pill. Ah, Smackdown pill. Yeah. How are the men anyway? Grand time, all business tripped out. How almost. was your business trip? Um... Good. I visited our overseas headquarters in Austria. Um, they they you served... also found a, a weird shop I saw. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a, a chain of kids' stores over in Austria, and it's uh, essentially called Bumpfiddle. Oh, my God. So, but we're back to the Catch a Predator thing again. Uh, <laughs> uh, which Fitz, I believe, also has named one of his Pokemon after because he got an egg from Bumpfiddle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that bump filled and left an egg in me, all right. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, uh, Oh, sorry, I've cut across. Well, what other business dealings were there? Uh, well, I was going to say it's weird. Our overseas headquarters have uh, moved up in the world and they serve shrimp. Shrimp? Yeah. Is it southern fried shrimp? Uh, I don't know what kind of shrimp it was because I didn't have the fucking cojones to try it. Uh, but uh, our. Our compare, our uh, our buddy Paddy decided to try some of it, and he's still alive. So that's always a good thing. Yeah, but um, yeah, had that. Uh, on the way back, I had a detour through Budapest and went to see Venom. Uh, two tickets, a liter of coke, and a scoop of ice cream for under fifteen euro. We are Jeez. being fucking robbed blind. My God! But that's for a show at nine p.m. at night. And how was general pricing on stuff? Um. Like how much was a pint? Bratislava was fucking brilliant. Love Bratislava for that. Uh, we're, we got a stein of beer for three quid. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you wouldn't get that in an off like that. <laughs> yep. So, um, no, we didn't have, no, we didn't have too many because, you know, business trips were professional. Mm-hmm. Um, then we got to Vienna and got there early one afternoon. So we said we'd go for lunch. Uh, found a cafe and we got charged 250 for a glass of tap water. Oh, did um they put on a bit of lipstick, you know, to make yeah. them fellas feel a bit oh. pretty before they fucked you? No, they just went all in, no lube. Oh my god, no lube. Bare um, back, dry. Bare back, just right in there, nice and deep, like. 
Um, but then we found a place that had happy hour later on the day, so we managed to get beers for like one fifty. I see you and Sarka must have had a great time then. We had a lot of fun, a lot of beer, a lot of beer and international business dealings. <laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> then she turned into an absolute fucking slut in Budapest and left me for some KGB looking fucker at the airport. Ah, to be expected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she is quite the whore. <laughs> Sarka's uh, relationships don't last longer than 48 hours. <laughs> there, may be, there may be over a consecutive time, but 48 hours total. <laughs> mm-hmm. What an absolute slut. Fitz, your life this week. How was that? I, I'm still fucked from the weekend, if I'm being perfectly honest with you. Myself, Gordo, and Nick went up to Dublin to enjoy some OTT wrestling. And by Jesus, did they put on a good show for us. But I'm still a little bit delicate from it. Lack of sleep is a killer. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. So you went to see uh, an actual women's revolution then? We like. I'm not going to even lie to you. The women that we saw on the Sunday night, which was defined to OTT's second ever, first ever WWE women's promotion <laughs> show. There's women wrestling on that show that have probably less than two to three years experience. And they're capable of putting on a more entertaining and captivating match than Booby Bella and Bocce Bella put together. Uh, it's Titty and Shitty. Sorry, Titty Bella and Shitty Bella. <laughs> I also have a worse name for them, but I'm saving that for later. <laughs> I forgot I forgot to even leave you proof it, but... That's okay. You can type it in the chat there anyway, it's fine. <laughs> um... But unbelievable, Gordo, the pop when Ireland's own Raven Creed bet the international champion of all women promotions, Sammy Jane. Yeah, insane. Like, at the end of the day, Sammy Jane had the nickname Main Event Empress because she was holding five women's titles at the same time. Yeah. Um... And Raven Creed, I think everyone, when she first came into OTT, everyone knew there was something special there. Mm. But she just needed to, she needed to find that gear. Just need to find that top gear and get herself up and running. And over the last couple of months, she's you really saying she's got the juice? No. The other type of gear? <laughs> yeah, no, as in, as in like a car gear. The oh. Mechanical gear. Not uh, <laughs> anabolic steroids. No, not the gender gear. <laughs> Allegedly. Um, but yeah, so she... Um, yeah, the last couple of months she's just been slow dialing it up, dialing it up, and she got a really good reaction at the stadium show on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. I think I think it was kind of a hunt in the air that there's something that it's gonna be a special weekend for her. And to kind of cap the whole weekend off with her winning the title, that pop is insane. They kind of teased enough false finishes throughout and you're like, <clears throat> she's gonna come up short. And just out of nowhere, she just essentially pretty much rises from the fucking dead into into an ankle lock and gets Sammy to tap out of the injured ankle that she was had the surgery on a couple of months back. And that popped. The, the video for it is actually on our Twitter, which is at Tubit Wrestling. Um, people were, there's a lot of love out there for that video at the moment, and rightly so, because she really deserved it. So, yeah, great end to a great weekend, really, that was. Nice. <clears throat> I've been listening to, uh, you know, the the radio at work is broken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Wink. <laughs> so I've uh, not had to listen to Sarka and her elk for the last few weeks. Listen to this New Zealand radio station at work called The Rock. And it just plays Slayer, Metallica, Pantera, System of a Down, all day long. It's fucking fantastic. Now, I, I didn't kind of look into the hours or whatever, but apparently we're 12 hours behind at the moment. So... Basically, I'm on the night shift of the radio thing all night. 
so there's just no ads, no bullshit. It's fucking great. So Jesus. it's amazing how much my, my mood has improved that I don't have to listen to fucking Rihanna and all that bollocks all day. But how are you living if you're not listening to DJ Khaled? We the best music! Quite well, believe it or not, because I get uh, Slayer, which is much more my street. But, uh, One more time! But the breakfast show comes on just as I start to leave work. Oh, perfect timing. <laughs> Great. Tonight they played the Yokozuna theme music to open the show. <laughs> what? Really cool. Yeah, I was just finishing up and like it was literally everything was closed. And I was like, what the hell? Where's that coming from? I thought it was like a figure or something. Uh, yeah, there was some, there must have been some promotion. They're doing a thing. Is there a World Cup this year? A Rugby World Cup? Uh, there's year? a World Cup happening in Japan. Saudi Arabia in two weeks time. <laughs> there's something on in Japan anyway. It's New Zealand, so they're obsessed with rugby. Oh, uh, next year. Next year. The next September, yeah. Giving out tickets, basically, or accommodation or some shit. So they had a sumo wrestling match with those oversized robot or suits or whatever. Was the fucker from the first Royal Rumble in it? The first, sorry, the first greatest Royal Rumble in it. I was just thinking, how funny is that? I was like, what's going on? Whose podcast is after going on the radio? Yokozuna, Prince, whatever his face would be loving this. But yeah, I'd, I'd strongly recommend not listening to radio anymore. It's just fucking great crack. I don't want to punch people anymore. That's always a positive. And uh, yeah, good times. Any other stories from the week happenings or did you survive the weekend okay? Me? Ah, you know me. Yeah. I just chill. I do nothing. I'm too old now. Netflix, Going outside. Net- Netflix and chill in your pajamas. Yeah, in my shorts. Uh, the cold weather hurts my hip, as you know. Yeah, so you are a very, side. very, very old man. It's, it's surprising I can even speak at this stage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Austin Aries. What do you make of this? Speaking of angry old men. Yeah, so the finish of Bound for Glory at the weekend was Johnny Impact hits the Starship Pain. Uh, Austin Aries no-sells it, gets up and leaves after dropping the title. And then he flipped off, uh, he flipped somebody off, wasn't it? Who was it? Don Callis. Don Callis, yeah, sorry. Uh, as he left. So the, the, my theory on it, it's, it's either Austin Aries is insanely unprofessional, which isn't a stretch to believe, or it's an awful, awful work that only hurts them. Gordo, TNA man. I, I'm worried this is a terrible long-term work. I'm. I think it's. I mean, it's a work, surely. It's. It's. Uh, it, it seems to be. I mean, there's all the shit went down on Twitter between himself and Johnny Impact and Taya around some tweet he sent, and it was, you know, just um. It got to a stage where he said something about Taya, then Johnny chimes in, and obviously they were going to have the match anyway, and TMZ picked up on it, and the, I think there was a line in the TMZ article, uh, Admiral Satin's fucking friends at TMZ, uh, or something along the lines of, uh, I wonder, will they stick to the script? Oh, they le- I heard that they left it in. Yeah, they left that in the fucking art. They left that in, and it was actually really easy to spot it on what was uh, on the video package beforehand as well and you're like uh, are they making it a bit too obvious like are, are they hamming it up a bit too much so part of me like Petey Williams who's now producer for Impact as part of his new deal um, came out the other day on a podcast and said that that, that was actually Aries' last match with the company so he's done yeah but he would say that if it was a work exactly Exactly. Like, and he was like, Austin Aries has been around the block for quite a considerable amount of time. 
up until his exit from WWE, he would have been renowned as a kind of a, a professional at the highest level. Uh, and even not, even even within not, WWE, he would have been. Not in terms of his attitude. There's always stories about him. Well, there's an attitude, you know, behind the scenes, and there's what's portrayed on the camera. Um, like even when he was upset at you know WWE, he still did the business and did the job for them, literally and metaphorically speaking. I can't see a way that he would ruin whatever reputation he had by doing this if it wasn't a work. Yeah. If it was a work, you know, 100% excuse, no fault on him because he was doing his job. But, like you said, if it's a work, it's a hard one to try explain. Yeah, so that's, how do you sell, how do you um, explain away a no-sell within the bounds of kayfabe? The I, on, the only thing I could think of, and our boy J Dog from the grave asked that question to us on the Twitter machine this week. J Dog, the, the only thing I could naturally assume was the potential that Johnny Mundo Nitro Morrison Impact, whatever his name is these days, he hit the Starship Pain so well, which again is unlike him because he's a terrible finisher, that it temporarily knocked out Austin Aries. To allow Johnny Mundo Nitro Morrison get the win, and as soon as Aries came back to life again, he's like, "What the fuck just happened? I just lost. Oh fuck this shit! Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you!" Flipping the birds all over the place. It's the only logical explanation. I I love that excuse, and I think they should go with it. <laughs> it's going to be a hell of a lot better than anything else they could potentially do for this. Yeah, it's a shame. Like, I, hope, I hope it's not a case of going back to loyalty in a days though. Oh, they can't. It's worrying. It's, it's, it's been so good. Yeah, it's it's Russo esque. It's LOL TNA or end of nineties WCW esque. Yeah, hundred percent ninety nine that era of WCW. Jared Hulk Russo exactly. You leave him alone, bro. And, I, <laughs> and I'm not even I'm not even talking putting the title on our cat. We're talking worse. <laughs> Who was it? Somebody put a a thing up to David Arquette and it was like. When you won the WCW title, it was the worst thing that ever happened to wrestling. You responded, you quote to you, could tell me about it. I totally agree. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, love our kid. Oh, uh, yeah, he's a sound fella. Uh, he knows he had a bit of crack with a fair play to him. <laughs> Speaking of a bit of crack now, <laughs> Saudi bats. What is going on here at all? Uh, so money, 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 You're talking about the greatest king of the ring. The greatest king of the ring. Uh, Saudi government lured a journalist, Saudi-born, uh, Washington Post journalist, who had been very critical of the glorious leader into the Saudi embassy in Turkey, Turkey, by telling me he had divorce documents to fill out. He was then murdered, and then his body chopped up with a bone saw. Now, a bone saw was at OTT all weekend. <laughs> Not Seth Rollins. Uh, Saudi officials have claimed that he left and then vanished, and also that the interrogation went wrong. Which <laughs> one is it? So, Steve, I, I, know, I know you you would do this too. If you were going to interrogate or interview a person, you always bring a bone saw with you, don't you? <laughs> of course. Like... As we discovered in some fantastic films in the early noughties, the only way to dispose of a body after you kill someone is to chop it up into eight equal parts, remove the teeth, remove the fingernails, and feed it to pigs. 
<laughs> I am amazed at how quickly and eloquently you said that. It's like you've said it before. <laughs> it's a quote out of Snatch. You got you to follow these films, man. Because I've definitely not done that before. <laughs> not at all. Wink. And where is Nikki this week? <laughs> <laughs> it all starting to make sense. Our cover story about his raw trying to kill himself thing. He booked our fucking hotel for London Fitz. Remember that? Ah, son of a bitch. Wait a minute. Why did I use that? And why didn't we say Nicky went to Turkey and we haven't seen him since? <laughs> After what he said. All right, start, start it Turkey. again. <laughs> from the top. From the top. Uh, so, what's the theories, was it? <laughs> uh, so, politicians are kind of putting pressure on Linda, actually. Senators or whatever. For WWE to cut ties. And there was no mention of Saudi Arabia on Raw or SmackDown this week. Just Crown Jewel. Apart from when The Undertaker got booed for saying the words Crown Jewel. Yeah, you know it's um, bad when Taker gets booed. And the story circulating today from a few people is that it has been cancelled and they're just waiting to announce it. Maybe they're finalising. The theory was that they're doing TV in Manchester the next two days after when uh, the Money in the Sand 2 was happening, that maybe they move it to Manchester. I think they've gone too far. If they had another month, I think absolutely they would have pulled the plug on it and slash rescheduled or just not done it they're in too deep they've brought guys back they've developed storylines they've contracts with talent to pay them exorbitant amounts of money you can't just walk away from things like this regardless of how much public pressure is on and you have an agreement with place for the next what five to ten years and you don't want to be cut up by a bone saw the next time you go there yep that's very true like Another big thing to another big thing, and I'm going to play devil's advocate in this here is they're all putting pressure on Linda for WWE to back out, but the US still has so many different trade deals with them. Why aren't they backing out of them? And they're not on the banned list either, even though 15 yeah. of the hijackers were from Saudi Arabia. Yeah, the so CIA are listening, lads. There's an awful lot of fucking dirty shit going on around there, and people can blame this on Trump. This shit's been going on long pew, before pew, Trump pew. was ever in. This this shit, Obama was in fucking bed with these boys and everything. There is no one's hands are clean that have been in that office for the last fucking two decades. No. So do you do you think they should pull the plug? Because I <sighs> I don't know if they should, but then again I'm not American, so I I think it depends on the talent. And I think they legit need to give the talent a genuine say in this. Yeah, because they're the ones that are going to be appearing on TV, performing over there. Yeah. Now, to be fair, given the fact that... Like, Whoa! Said, Jesus, something went very loud there. Is that better? Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, given the fact that seven matches are going to be held up by the greatest American World Cup of the ring... <laughs> that means that's eight. That's that's eight. Pew, 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 pew. That's eight people that are going to cover like over half the show. So how many people do they really need to bring over for this? Twenty. They Not could legit, they could probably do an impact on this and put on a full show with like thirteen people. Yeah, they could do what they did on Raw this week, just to have it all the shield. Well, they're they're going that way with the World Cup. So you know that's mm-hmm. that's the thing is maybe they've done this so that they don't have to pay as many people as much because all the money is going to Shawn Michaels. Do you know what? That's a good idea. I'd have as little amount of people there as I could and keep it, you keep the overheads for yourself. Yeah. Think about it. You've got five guys involved in the two championship matches and you've got eight guys involved with the seven match tournament. So as Gordo said, that's 13 people taking up nine matches. 
Yeah. Then you have the the four for the the fucking Jurassic Park tag match. Yeah. And uh, all the women. Oh wait, no. <laughs> no, they're, they're gonna be. Stop looking at your mic, Gordos. You're getting it's going weird. Is that coming through to you as well, Fitz? Uh, things are jumping all over the place for me. To kind of saw night. Okay. I just thought it was my internet. Oh no, sorry. Is it better? Yeah, it should be. Yeah. But anyway, I'm not fixing this. It's okay. gonna, it's in leaving it in. Gonna be fine. Behind the wall, lads. Behind, Behind the wall. Um, yeah, I don't know. It probably is too late. Uh, like, fair enough. You, you have you have your ideology of you know what you want to be as a company and the morals and the principles you want to uphold. Let's be honest, WWE don't have many of those. But public pressure you usually wins in these sorts of arguments, and WWE have a history of backtracking, aka the fabulous Moolah Battle Royal WrestleMania. Mainly because it was sponsorship driven by Snickers. They would not have done that if the pressure wasn't on them to lose money. Exactly. Or the, pressure, the potential to lose money wasn't there. There's no real financial downside to them if they do cancel. Or if they do keep the show going ahead. So the only way WWE make decisions is whether or not it'll affect their bank balance. And this is not going to impact on their bank balance. Let's go to let's one rip. Fifty million. Fifty million dollars. Fifty million dollars. That's what Shawn Michaels is getting, is it? <laughs> yeah, that's his cut. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll see if it gets cancelled. But it'd be great if it went to Manchester. They'd probably go for that. I can't afford another fucking trip, lads. <laughs> yeah, we we're conducting some more international business this weekend as well. Oh yes, indeed. Going to see the Yankee ball. We're we're trying to bra- broker a deal to fix Brexit. <laughs> we've we a better chance of fucking fixing the troubles in the Far East than fixing that. That's a train wreck. That's something for the B show. Thoughts on the <laughs> the Shield Ziggly division on Monday there. Blech. Yeah, uh, at least <laughs> at least it was progress. No, it was WWE, Gordo. Uh, fuck off. <laughs> at least the storyline progressed. Like at, at the end of the day, I put this in my review. I didn't see anything last week. I missed Chaz Waters. I missed Raw. I missed SmackDown. I read the results, but I didn't see any of it. You read the fabulous articles that were available on TubeSports.com, though. Of course, and I listened to the Alleged Wrestling podcast last week, which I was on for the intro, and then I left before anything else was said. Uh, and then you come back in time and did the the promo. The, did you listen to the end? Yeah. No. <laughs> we we got to a part in the middle where we're like we're you know we do our quick break towards the end. Yeah. Like oh shit, who's going to do the plugs? And then we're like oh my god, I was like we should have got Gordo to record it earlier. And Steve or Nikki, I think Nikki said it. Just get it from last week and splice it in. <laughs> and then we just introduced you and here's Gordo from last week. <laughs> <laughs> work quite well yeah uh, well done Gordo. Yeah. See, I, this one I do that's time travel I'm a master of time travel <laughs> you are a time splitter uh, Team Ziggly open up Raw with the uh, horrendous WWE style writing for their promos I hate to say I told you so but I told you so type shit uh, mm. they said they didn't need any fancy nicknames even though they're called the dogs of war Shh, they don't okay. use that publicly anymore uh, Shield minus Dean show up. Uh, he runs on lunatic time, we find out. Uh, ten yeah, minutes passed and nothing happened. Question. Mm-hmm. 
when it comes to lunatic time, where's that time zone wise relative to boss time? Uh, hmm. I, th- I believe it's closer to Pacific time rather than boss time. I think bo- okay. yeah, boss and, time is more Eastern. Yeah. Okay, and if if, Va- if Vader time was still a thing, how close would either of them be to that? that? That's Central time. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Jesus, Cause... Gordon. Did you not learn this in school? No, I, I, I was too busy learning how to just sound this fucking sexy. So. Yeah, it's true. You should go back to school. <laughs> I love the confidence. I love the confidence in how you said it. I learned how to I learned read this. Like, uh, 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 I got a sexy voice. Uh, uh, that's uh, I, 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 I would point out. I would point out my voice is actually going. So you're being a real inconsiderate fuck right now. So <laughs> fuck you. Oh, you're gonna get triggered, are you? I no, no. Do you know what you should do? You should go on Twitter. And you should tag Admiral Satin and see if he'll join your brigade. Ah, that fucker. Uh, I swear to God, if he was to ever fucking like one of my tweets, there's a chance that I may end up fucking hanging myself. Admiral Satin, before we go into Shield Raw, thoughts on that last week? Oh, what a absolute cuntbag. <laughs> like, I, I can't hold back with this anymore. Like, Welcome to that word, America. Oh, yeah. Cuntbag. Just look it up in a dictionary. You'll see a picture of Ryan Satin beside it. <laughs> And also next to that, a bag of cunts. All <laughs> <laughs> with TMZ t-shirts on. You can't go attacking good, honourable, respectful lads like the Wrestling Soup, who, let's be honest, like to give their opinion, but give their opinion in a way that they back it up. They don't just randomly throw out accusations without any sort of reasoning behind it. They're well able to criticise but critique at the same time. But also, and, they're they're just not afraid to say shit. They'll, as yeah. you said, they'll back it up. <clears throat> yeah. They're not going calling fucking uh, Roman Reigns a fucking worthless bitch. You know, they'll, they'll say, you know, he's not good in the ring because he's not confident speaking. Or, you know, they will back up their shit that they're talking. Saturn will just block you or delete his tweets. So the someone had reported uh, reported the soup to uh, the admiral Satin uh, yeah. because he had, they were making fun of Brie Bella, like you know, like the rest of the world was. Oh no, he hates uh, women. Yeah, all so that, the people on the wrestling soup hate women. That means Mish, Joe, and John hate women. Massive sexist, apparently. Yeah, because they don't rate Brie Bella. But of course, you know, this woman has been wrestling for ten years and can't run the ropes. She is an icon. An icon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, one of the founding members of the WWE Evolution. Yeah, and they did a show that happened on Thursday. They <laughs> record their show on a Thursday, <laughs> and I remember when this happened. I was like, God, I can't wait. God, oh, I yeah. cannot wait to hear the show later on. And it didn't disappoint. Me and, me and Nick were driving from Galway to Dublin, which is a two-hour drive. We put this on just as soon as we left Galway. I don't think we talked to each other until we got to Dublin because we were listening to it. Yeah. Oh, it's just fantastic. Yeah, if ever it was time to go listen to Wrestling Soup, listen to last week's show. It's phenomenal. And on the same week, they had one of the guys that they promote called one of the guys an asshole. So this was all Oh, perfect. he went to town on him. Yeah, this is perfect. I thought conditions. I saved it and everything for Saturday night. I got a few beers through on PUBG. And I sat down and listened to that. Three hours of glory. Yeah, that's Ryan Satin for you, though. Piece of shit. Absolutely. Taking moral high ground from uh, after working in TMZ. Uh, you know that doesn't that doesn't fly. But yeah, any if you don't like shit women's wrestlers, you're a sexist. You hate all women. Oh yeah, you're not allowed to criticize women. That's that's a rule. That's yeah. not just for wrestling. That that's like internet protocol. 
I should take down every one of my recaps of Raw from around about the last six months, though. So. Whoops. <laughs> yeah. And it also issue six months worth of apologies. Oh, wait, no. 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 Careful now, we'll have to get Circa Bot on here now. We'll, uh... Oh, Soup Bot. <laughs> Soup Bot followed me back, actually. I was kind of pumped with that. <laughs> Soup Bot has his own Twitter. But anyways, um, 10 minutes wasted at the start, other than Seth saying he'll win and be known as the best in the world, as he stands beside the champion of the universe. That was funny. Uh, Rollins and Drew have a World Cup qualifier. The American Cup qualifier, sorry. Uh, Ziggler goes to ringside and tries to get involved. Dean runs out to attack Ziggler. Drew goes outside. Rollins hits a stomp and gets a count out win. They're really protecting Drew McIntyre. They don't want uh, they don't want him to take a pin. I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that backstage then Dean had a uh, fucking pissy fit about it. Uh, he said lunatic time. Oh, I knew you'd be down lunatic time. And then he got pissy over it and walked away. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, that wasn't good enough. We didn't have enough shield Ziggly division. We had Dean facing Ziggler in the other World Cup. Uh, Drew runs down then to get involved to mix things up, you know, because they didn't do that an hour before that. Uh, Rollins is helping Dean up, but then Dean shoves him away, possibly unwittingly. We don't know. And then he gets back in to eat a super kick and a pinfall. Ziggler moves on to the American Cup. Dean storms off and Rollins catches up to him. And they go head to head until the big dog comes out to break it up. Uh, Corbin appears says he doesn't want the shield breaking up on his watch so he makes the main event lads you pumped you ready for it a rematch no. from last week the six man tag again so it's Welcome a rematch Monday Night Recap it's yep. a recap of a recap of a recap yep pretty much of a recap yep so you went to that then the main event pumped for that uh, Dean has Drew beat after a dirty deed, but Ziggler shoves Rollins into Ambrose to break up a pin. And then they, they argue as Dean goes for a dirty deed on Rollins, but then he lets him go. As the match progresses, Drew hits a Claymore on Braun by accident. Reigns hit, uh, holds on to the ropes as Ziggler tries to hit the zigzag. He rolls off into the kind of a triple powerbomb thing. The boys do the triple powerbomb. Vintage Shield, Cole screamed as he orgasmed. And uh, <laughs> Rollins and Ambrose are friends again and hug it out. Nice little story for the night, I suppose. Just that we've seen all these matches a hundred times. It's not how it ended, though. It's not at all. Um, no, there was another attack post-match. Yeah, Braun was given off. You know, he said, I told you this would happen if you screwed up again. You'd get these hands. And then he hits the running power slam on uh, Ziggler. But then Drew comes and hits them with the Claymore and then lands on Ziggler's head. I don't know if you noticed that. <laughs> Ziggler didn't no. move out of the way. Um but yeah, and then Drew is the one left standing as Braun and Thing are on the ground. I'm surprised that Drew walked away. I thought that he would have picked up Ziggler and brought him away considering they're tag champs. Where is the friendship loyalty there? Like, Or is he upset with Ziggler as well? That hoe ain't loyal. Mm-hmm. Sure them Scotland buckers don't know how to vote. They don't know how to be loyal. No. Uh, look, if, if they're building Drew to the main event picture, good, because unless you put they're not going to put the title on Braun but unless you do I can't watch Braun and Roman again as good as they are I can't watch it again now I need it again later but no, no. I can't do another one now they've effectively told us exactly what's going to happen Roman's retaining and they're setting up a feud leading in true Survivor Series and post Survivor Series between Braun and Drew or Brock wins lol <laughs> uh, so Drew to win the Rumble? It is a good shout right now. 
No, I'm sticking by Gordo's Gordo's uh, fantasy prediction. Gargano to win it and to cash in the Royal Rumble, whatever, on the uh, to win the NXT title. He challenges Champa at WrestleMania, not Takeover. That's the way to do it. Just do it, please. Can we have one thing, please? You're gonna have fucking fluoride and all these pricks singing. <laughs> Give us one thing, please. <laughs> by the way, that's your uh, pick for the Royal Rumble winner locked in right there in the prediction. Yeah, uh, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> then again if that did happen it would mean Champ and Gargano are called up and we never want that to happen ever no 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 one of them will have to stay there true to keep them apart well no because one of them would be the champ walking out of it mm-hmm. true so technically one of them would have to stay there true KO'd and, it, I suppose he, they could go back and drop it anyway this is a hypothetical yeah this is a hypothetical and much better than Raw <laughs> yeah so this was literally all of Raw that was the whole show. Like if I wonder how much of the running time was because like you think of all the backstage segments, all the exposition they did, and then three matches and oh sweet baby Jesus. It's is it it's approaching Shield Bar Division from last year. And it's a similar time frame. Yeah, actually yeah, it's the same time of year. July it's... till fucking Royal Rumble, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was I would say it was painful to watch because like the matches are are good. They're good matches. Yeah, we've seen it. Yeah, they need something new. Like I mean, we've seen it. it's the problem with Raw at the moment. The Jurassic Park situation. Everything they're doing, I've seen it. <laughs> but then Kurt Angle today. Kurt Angle. Oh People are the worst. Kurt Angle's vacation costume. <laughs> I'm gonna mute you. Um. Yeah, the Kurt with the little hat and the and the shirt was pretty funny. But uh, where what else did I want to talk about? That's that. The ruthless aggression WWE American Cup. Argordo, what did you call it? King. Uh, the greatest, the greatest king of the ring. The greatest king of the ring. Uh, the greatest Ruth... American World Cup bash. The greatest king of Americans World Global Ring division. Cup. America. Um, Miz beats Rusev. This is on SmackDown. Miz beats Rusev in what I'm describing as a Divas match. It was that quick. Uh, English kind of had a distraction. Miz roll up in a couple of seconds. Lana had a ball shot and then Rusev finally gets his hands on the man who he'd kind of disrespected his wife. He was desperate for weeks to get his hands on English. And then he finally starts beating him up and they cut away to fucking Edge backstage. (laughs) Fuck's sake. You finally pay it off. And then, nope, got to go to Edge. He's talking to somebody and you can't hear the mics. Uh, and then later on, Rey Mysterio returned and beat Nakamura uh, to give us eight Americans. Yes, dickhead troll from Twitter last night. Rey Mysterio is American. Uh, if you want to split hairs. he's Mexican. If you want to split hairs, you can. That's fine. But uh, he's born You're in America. <laughs> yeah, if you want to call him Mexican, that's fine. We have uh, eight continental Americans in there then. That's fine. Uh, but it's Mexican. So six one nine. Six one nine. The area code for Mexico City, as Rory said. <laughs> like what's the story? Rusev even tweeted about it going, sorry, world, I tried to give you somebody. <laughs> what, the f- what? All the international talent there. It's you the most have... diverse roster they've ever had. 
ridiculous. You would have thought they could have gender in there even, you know, or maybe they've just abandoned India completely. But gender seemed like a shoe in for something like this. Well, it was one of the, it was not on one of the, was the Performance Centre website or one of the conference calls a couple of months ago. They said they had something like 50 something nations under contract at the moment. Sounds about right. I know they want their bigger stars, but I mean, Balor's a big star. He's Irish. Mm-hmm. You've got Jinder. You know, Jinder's a, he's a former champion. He's not even a Canadian. A Canadian, yeah. No, I know the good ones are both injured at the moment. Oh, God. <laughs> God damn it. Damn it, Kevin Owens' knees. Literally, just after retweeting someone there who put this together on a tweet, I'll quote it for you guys. Rollins, United States. Nakamura, Japan. McIntyre, Scotland. Almas, Mexican. Mahal, Indian, Balor, Irish, Rusev, Bulgarian, Dunn, UK. Booking the WWE World Cup isn't rocket science yet. WWE fucked it up. Anyone could have come up with a list of eight participants. No, because of the way they did it, they wanted all those matches on one night, so they wanted their top guys, right? The top stars that people would know. But you could have done it. You could have had the qualifying matches weeks ago and then have the quarterfinals, semifinals, and then the final at the fucking show and that way you'd have your two top guys there and you could have built other matches with other people Maybe yeah they but they just don't, don't have, have other every... people yeah they don't want to fly everyone out there and tell you I know but it's even funnier after all the, the fallout from the south the, the bonesaw incident yeah <laughs> everybody in the World Cup is American now too looks even oh, worse for them I only listened to an interview that Chris Jericho did with Inside the Ropes uh, last night where he discussed him going to Saudi Arabia the first time for the greatest Royal Rumble and the talks of how he got convinced to go do the event, uh, his match with The Undertaker, which was a casket match, then that being pulled, him being in the Battle Royal, sorry, greatest ever Royal Rumble, uh, and also just his experience in Saudi Arabia. So effectively, he was convinced to, he was asked to do the greatest Royal Rumble, he, he declined. Then Vince texted him and said, hey, do you want to do you want to go uh, casket match with Undertaker? He's like, hell fucking Yes. Apparently, the two of them had only done two to three singles matches in their entire careers together, which is absolutely madness when you think of the longevity of both guys. Uh, Then all of a sudden, Jericho does this thing with Naito in New Japan. And the next day, it gets confirmed that Rusev is back in the match. Now, there's obviously other stuff that happened with Rusev and Lana that would explain that to a degree as well. So he said, you know what, fuck it. They're paying me X amount of money to go over here. I'm not going to say no to that. So I'll do the Royal Rumble for them. He comes out at number 50, does three to four minutes work <laughs> and leaves again. And he gets paid like tenfold of what he normally gets paid. He talks then about having to get out of Saudi Arabia. <laughs> and just the terrible experience he had there. Like a 14 hour flight to get there. Spending 14 hours in the arena before actually getting to go out and do his thing in the match. Then getting up and going to the airport again. Uh, no security in the airport. No area where you can go sit down and relax. It's just one big open area. So he was just flooded with people looking for selfies the entire time. No air conditioning. Terrible service. Sitting on a plane. Just the worst experience of his life. He said he, he wouldn't go back. So when guys like Chris Jericho are effectively turning down a blank check to go there you're not going to have too many people chomping at the bit to go out there and perform in front of uh, a very passionate crowd like the Saudis are tending to be. Ah, But they're progressive, though. They're progressive the way they walk around the arena and stuff. And sit in their comfortable armchairs. 
Did they ever figure out the ghost situation they had at the festival? <laughs> we just need to release Pac-Man into the arena beforehand. It'll be fine. I, I believe that's an act of terrorism, Gordo. <laughs> yeah, and what they fucking done to that poor fucker isn't. Yeah, allegedly. Ale- uh, I mean... You know no, interrogate, interrogate, inter- interrogatively, sorry. Yeah, the man just had an interrogation and he went for a walk. <laughs> Into an angle grinder. <laughs> he went for a walk and watched Raw and then ended up in that institute that Nikki is in this week. <laughs> R.I.P. Nikki. Um, and R.I.P. other fella. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's awful sad. Yeah, not pumped about the American Cup anyway. Nope. <clears throat> I think uh, I'm missing that. I'm missing, I'm missing that actually because that's the night that I'm going to Del Rentos. So I'm really not upset about this. Oh, nerds. The low blows party cancelled as well. Oh Jesus Christ! He's oh, fuck. Oh. <sighs> I knew this S- would happen. SJWs, right? You know these people who look for an excuse to take offence online. Like we've already talked about Admiral Satin, and Gordon's got a big smiley head in his face. Look at him. Look just at him. To, just to. To, for people who don't know, this is like a, a party they do after work thing to watch pay-per-views. Because in Ireland, pay-per-views start at 1am. Oh, they do them live as well. Do them live as well, okay. Yeah. We went, we went to the live one for TakeOver yeah. uh, SummerSlam weekend. And don't get me wrong, many, many great wrestling fans go and attend these and we have the crack. We had, we had a great time when we were there. But some people involved with these shows think of themselves as uh, Vince McMahon of Irish wrestling. And have the same opinion of themselves. So... Naturally enough, when they saw an opposition, a position to um, make a bit of publicity or get a little bit of uh, traction going with, oh, we're taking the higher road and not promoting this event. No, you're fucking taking the higher road because you get a bit of publicity out of it. You know, go fuck yourself. My favorite part was the thing about the venue we didn't know, which is considerate, to be fair. If, if this is all genuine and they're not being weird, if it is considerate of the venue, they're like, look, we need to book it. And also, we don't want any blowback on the venue. Do you think the average punter on the street is going to know some pub show to pay-per-view at? Do you but know what I mean? Leave it at that, though. Leave it at the bit about the venue. Yep. Because the like, fact that they put in the third point, Hammer's yeah. Home, it was all about the third point. Oh, 100%. I was like, I read it, and I read the first two bits about the venue. I was like, that makes perfect sense. Perfect. They're clever bunch of lads, fair play to and lasses. Lads and lasses, I don't want to... You be careful, I don't want them to get all fucking triggered, because... That they, they know who I am, uh, but yeah. The next thing they they try to turn point, and I'm like, dear fucking sweet Jesus. Hi. Right. Let me just see if I can find it here because I actually want to read it because um, it, it was it was very well written. I, I'll give them that. So obviously this took a bit of time to come together. Um, so as I look for that and scroll past here, thing point three. I'll read them out in order so you can get the context of the situation. Number one, this is the reasons why they're cancelling the Crown Jewel event. One, it may not go ahead. We'd have a venue. We'd have, we'd be having a venue make plans and put off other bookings for an event that is seriously up in the air and perhaps should be cancelled slash rearranged. It's five o'clock on a Friday evening. What other events are going to be happening? Two, on that note, it would be irresponsible slash reckless to ask a venue to commit and promote a night that could lead to them getting bad feedback. Where's the bad feedback? 
We value the reputation of those who work with us and don't want to risk them getting blowbacks because of the they don't know the situation. Bollocks. You're not hoping a fucking rapist party or something like that. And three. Yeah, yes, I, I went to the extreme there. I, I, I acknowledge that I went to the extreme there. Three. This is where they should have cut off. They should have left it at that and would, most people would have been, you know, fair enough, sound, look at, we'll make our own plans for the day. Three. They had to go here. Ultimately, we feel it's not worth celebrating. WWE is calibrating with a government, a corrupt government now, implicated in murder for money. This is a low, not a high point in wrestling history. While the free night was a workaround, I'd feel immoral trying to promote this as a positive. Instead, we will focus on positive moments in wrestling and be full steam ahead of our upcoming No Spoiler Monday for WWE Evolution. You needed to look up while you were reading that. Oh, oh, I did. And that's why I looked back down again. Like, so, they are just, oh, Christ. B-show. Oh, Christ, we need a B-show for this sort of shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not alone in thinking that's just pure douchebaggery, right? Yeah. I said, I, as I said, I didn't mind if they were just saying, right, look, we don't want to commit to a venue when we don't know if it's going to go ahead. That's totally cool. I, I get that. I mean, the end of the day, fits myself and yourself. We're arranging the likes of the baseball and shit back in the college days and stuff like that. If there was ever a case of that might be going ahead, you can't book a fucking venue for something if you don't know mm-hmm. it's going to go ahead. Yeah. Logic, fair enough. I, I wouldn't fault them on that. As soon as I read that third part, though, I'm literally, for, for the people that couldn't see it, when Fitz was reading out all that, I was essentially mimicking me fucking sucking two dicks. <laughs> um, yes, mimicking. Mimicking, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 see, I seem to have the art of it down to a T, but uh, swear to God, like, I've never done it. <laughs> a week with circuit. <laughs> <laughs> but Fuck one thing now, and I, I I could easily go back in, on Facebook and, and find out. I'm pretty sure they held an event for the first Saudi event, the, the greatest Royal Rumble. So they had no problem promoting that event with a country with the Saudi Arabia's reputation and history, and because they're sexist. Ah, but they didn't. They don't. They don't mind sexism. But you chop a cunt up, and <laughs> yes, because this is the first person that has ever been killed in Saudi Arabia by the government. Yeah, yeah, go, yeah go fuck yourself. Yeah. Ah, no, don't, don't with that sort of thing. And I, look, stuff. Uh, the way I, I, they did. They had it in McGowan's of Fibsborough, by the way. Uh, the way I look at it is, if if that's the stance they're taking, fine, fair enough. Each to his own. But don't back out of it now. Don't just backtrack and be like, oh shit, we left money on the table here or whatever. Stick to it. And then I'll be like, that's fine. Cool. Whatever. Oh yeah, but now they can't host any event that's ever been a WWE-affiliated event in Saudi Arabia. If there's going to be money in the Sand 3 or the Greatest Stir Royal Rumble, then you <laughs> the can't... Greatest Stir Royal Rumble. <laughs> you, you can't hold events for those either. You know, you've dug yourself into a social justice hole here. So now you've got to fucking live and fucking bury your face in the sand and fuck off into it. Uh, the sand references were great. I like the burying part and digging yourself a hole. Do you know what? All good. The Saudis like burying your man. Yeah. Oh. Six different fucking garbage fucking bags all over the sand. <laughs> Poor man. Fucking hell. Look, um, do you ultimately know what cross you want to die for, you know? Yeah. And that definitely wasn't That's it. similar with the, the satin thing. Pick the hill you're going to die on. Don't make yeah. silly. If you're going to do something ridiculous, expect to die on that hill or don't do it at all. Yeah, like we said, just you know, cancel the event for fear of not fulfilling a booking date with the venue. 
absolutely no problem at all with that. You made it a social issue. You made it a political issue. No one else did. Now I'm curious to see how uh, consistent you are with this. Yeah. Needless to say, I don't plan to go to any future of these events because... Oh, I hate people getting triggered over nothing. Yep. I would much rather, you know, get some cheap heat and potentially go to some other venue in Dublin that might be hosting WWE parties. Interesting. Cheap heat, you say, Fitz? Hmm. Cheap heat. In the Rose and Dublin. Vehicle. If only there was some other option. Uh, if only there was another option to get some cheap heat in Dublin for this event. Uh, once again, the Rosenberg vehicle. No, no, just cheap heat in Dublin. I uh, see. Potentially hosting an event for... Like a, like a bag of chips fresh out of the thing. Cheap Steve, heat. Steve is just lost. There's <laughs> another know. crowd called Cheap Heat who are running an event for this. I know that, Gordo. Not even for this, but just for any event. In general, yeah. Yeah, yeah. just doing that thing we it's do. It's hard to know with you, you're old. Yeah. <laughs> I am confused easily. Yeah, you're not home with the downies. Yeah, I think the bag of chips thing should have given it away, but whatever. <laughs> uh, what else? This will be an interesting one. The Rondabellas. Question first, can I use my other name that I put in the chat? Ice, I'm on the fence on it, Fitz. What do you reckon? I am balls deep, yes. Go for it then. Okay, no, no, we'll, we'll, I'll bring it in later on. Perfect. Um, so yeah, Bell is uh, attacking Ronda with talk of the internet all week, lads. I heard nothing of it. Yeah, apparently it was, it was the biggest story in the world. Nothing else wrestling related was, was in the picked news. Picked up by TMZ. You know, oh, good. the, the, the same the same TMZ that uh, Mr. Ryan Satin made his fame from. So that uh, should tell you everything you need to know about this trustworthy piece of journalism. <laughs> did, you, did you see the gift they posted on the account? Satin with a mustache wearing a Bullet Club t-shirt and then super <laughs> humping him. <laughs> oh, what a mark. Oh, uh, so I, love, I love the soup and I love soup bot. Uh, so but yeah, apparently this was the biggest story in the world. The fucking trolls. Bollocks, they knew yeah. what they were doing. They were trolling. Fifth, fifth worst betrayal. The fifth worst betrayal. <laughs> Triple H putting fucking Michael's head through a window on his return wasn't in the list. Bella's oh, fucking mega powers imploding. Mega powers implode or explode. Like, I said, I said it to you when they released this list. The top four, I actually couldn't really give an argument against. But then you put this beside him. <laughs> you know, it's it's like when you're back in school and you're picking teams for the football match and you've got this, like, seven-year-old that thinks he's great that joins the team. So you've got, like, four 12-year-olds and there's one little lad beside him. It's like, ah, yeah, you'll play good. They're there, son. Or, it's like, you, you, you've got the little kid beside you thinking they're fucking all tough and hard. Like. Or it's like if you were to pick women's Survivor Series matches and you know there's you know, nine of you are credible and then the last person is Brie fucking Bella. <laughs> Brie Bella! <laughs> oh man. They, they put those things up just to troll and it's oh, just yeah. of engagement. They, that's why the Shield were the, the greatest faction of all. To be honest with you, I think that the first time around with the Shield that wasn't even a troll. I think that they genuinely put that out there as whoever whoever their social media content generator is as a genuine article. And when they saw the backlash to that, they're like, ha ha, I've got an idea. Yeah, we're going to get way more traction if we go and troll people out of it. Yep. Yeah. 
fucking pricks. No, before the great part of this, right? As me and Fitz were talking over some uh, fine French cuisine there earlier at McDonald's. Ah, good uh, old McDonald's. Yes, the Mac, the McFlurry was delicious. Uh, compliments to the chef. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> there's some awful, awful, awful dialogue leading up to it. So, uh, a few samples. This is show business, not show friends. Who wrote that? I need to know, and they need to be sacked. Which, which one? Not your friends. Which one of the, the Bellas said that? Uh, Nikki, of course. Nikki. The worst one. No, I'd uh, as botchy as Brett uh, as he is, yeah. Oh, give me Brie Bell over Nikki any day of the week. What? Yeah, I'd what? rather she, at least Brie's a bit of crack, you know. I want to anything. kick you square in the dick right now. She'll botch something, it'll be funny. She'll, <laughs> she'll have her husband come out and blame internet cyber bullies for her being shit. It's great stuff, as, as opposed to Nikki's fella who you know just faking being broken up with her, yeah, just for story. Uh, they were seen together in a shopping mall in Melbourne oh what are the chances Uh, they're relics of the past that need to be eviscerated like smallpox Ronda Rousey is not a good talker why are you giving her lines like that with the word eviscerated in it oh she she just said they're relics of the past yeah done and their name will be uh, will become like societal sores that they are who the fuck what in the name of fuck was sent out there that was eight minutes, right? It was terrible, but then it got really good. Um, so they were talking about how she she's going to rip their arms off and beat them with it. We're like, there you are. That's what we want. That's the one. Uh, and what was the exact line? Nikki was talking about knocking down doors and uh, like we've not uh, we've knocked down more doors. Uh, we've we've broken down more barriers and knocked down more doors than you have in your whole career. In the past week, yeah, in the past week we've knocked down more doors uh, than you have in the past week. And Rhonda basically said. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. I've knocked down doors my whole life. Uh, judo, strike force, UFC, and now here at home in the WWE. <laughs> home. Um, it's like, uh, it's like uh, we, we all know the only door you have ever knocked down is John, the door to John Cena's bedroom. Oh! Oh! <laughs> and then we all know that just as quickly he kicks you straight back out that same door. Oh, oh! oh! <laughs> pew, pew, pew. Pew, pew, pew. Fucking the take two boys are outside fucking shooting their guns in the air. Yeah. <laughs> Uzis or something. No. Um, smallpox. 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 What in the fuck? Uh, the Bellas have security come out with Rhonda. Kills them all. They were summoned. They were summoned by Nikki Bella shaking her arse. <laughs> after her just been slut shamed. After her just been slut shamed by Rhonda Rousey. Which her fans were going nuts over online, like, oh my god, I can't believe you're using slut shame in the 21st century in the storyline. Then she turned around and she summoned security by shaking her ass around in a circle. Isn't that like the, the TV show where you want kind of twist, she twinkled her nose and then things would happen? Bewitched. <laughs> so she just shakes her arse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah she summoned security by some slut magic. <laughs> Not twin magic anymore. Twin magic no, because... is complete. She's got yeah. her twins. But she said, yeah, that they, they basically <laughs> they slept their way to the top was the story. I mean, it's not that far away from reality. Let's nope. take that. It's not that far away from it. It was very reminiscent of a promo that effectively kicked started the women's evolution by one AJ Lee back in, I'm going to say 2012, 13. Never, Never heard of her. Who's that? Who's he? Uh, <laughs> did you just assume his gender? <laughs> AJ Lee 
the spouse of uh, CM Punk. Who's that? The former Divas champion, AJ. Punk was never the Divas champion. <laughs> Contact. I, did you not hear the grammatical pause I made there? This is what you're like. Like the strawberry champ. <laughs> <laughs> Can I mute Booty from here? No fuck shit no. I can't. But yeah, you, you remember that promo. Effectively, she came out and slated into the Bellas saying that, you know, they're walking proof that talent isn't sexually transmitted. Yep. Now you've got Ronda Rousey saying effectively the same thing, that the only door that Nikki Bella has ever broken down is the door to John Cena's bedroom. Wash, rinse, repeat. And to be fair, it was just as effective now as it was six, seven years ago whenever AJ did it. It's not broke. And (laughs) I love the fact that while there might have been two different people saying these promos, it was still the same targets. Which just proves shit don't change in WWE. It just sticks around and gets bigger tits. <laughs> <laughs> they were expensive, okay? Yeah, John Cena had to pay for them, you know. Yeah, they're fucking more expensive than Charlotte's. At least these didn't have popped yet. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah, my was... whole theory was put people in positions to succeed and putting Ronda out there with that promo was not a position to succeed well I was going to say just put her in a feud with plastic and spastic is it going to fucking <laughs> <help you>? <laughs> <laughs> no you've got the publicised baddest woman on the planet who's doing more talking than action eviscerate that smallpox. is smallpox. <laughs> smallpox. the relics of smallpox. What the fuck was smallpox? <laughs> but like that's that's the thing. Like you've got Ronda, like I said, the baddest woman on the planet. She should be doing no talking. If there ever was a time to put her with Paul Heyman, it's really right now. They need someone who can be her mouthpiece because she really can't talk. Although, let's be honest, she's there what four or five months now at this stage. Yeah, she's come on leaps and bounds even in those four or five months. Do you want to be funny and put the, the jokey stuff we do with Enzo and Miz aside? What about someone like Enzo with Ronda? Just get Leo Rush? A similar situation because you can be guaranteed <laughs> you can be guaranteed that's what Leo Rush was sent out to do. I need a new Enzo. Because Vince loved that man. Yeah, so but you know he, they need, he needed a small talker that can't back up his words and he needs the big guy to, to sort it out. Yeah. I want a redemption you, story you, for Enzo to come back. Uh, it would have to be a woman because you know you can't have a man empowering a woman on TV these days. Yeah. Uh, so who within no, the you female... could no you could because you could have Rhonda be the one that has to save Enzo all the time and that would suit Stephanie's agenda. Yeah, Lady Bollocks herself. Uh, who could it be though? I think Enzo would be fucking perfect. Will you for fucking get off that hill you want to die on? He's not I'll coming die back. On that hill. He knows he's not coming back. <laughs> but I think someone, if not him directly, someone who can talk like him, which is nobody in this company. That's a huge problem. But someone that could, literally, people know that Enzo isn't going to be able to back up the fights. He'd, he'd be perfect for it. Ronda will have to save him all the time. I, fucking Arya Davari. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet Jesus. Shows how, shows how little of a fuck I'm giving about this women's division at the moment. I'm sorry. I said it about the, for me, the real women's evolution is happening on the fucking indie scene at the moment. So. Yeah. Now, there's another point. Where's Na- uh, Natty in all this? They were mates there a few weeks ago. She's made friends with uh, Bailey and Sasha now. Yeah, she's moved up. She's moved up to senior infants, and now she's playing with all the, the new girls and senior infants. Yeah. Okay, she lost a friend, but she gained a dressing room. 
Yeah, her own dressing room that they can rub mustard on the door of. Mustards. And then they all walk away just holding their hands like, I don't know what to do with my hands. Mm, they've, they've got loads of liquid on their hands from their messing around. Like, Natty hates mustard but, and ketchup. Like, it's, but it's like, it's the stuff that they do backstage, what a WWE writer thinks delinquents do. Yep. Well, you, you forget that the WWE writer is around 60 years of age, so clearly they have no idea what delinquents do these but, days. But they've, but they've brought in like new young Hollywood writers for this only five, six years ago. A brand new fucking team of writers. They fired a fuck ton and brought in a load of new guys. Young guys. People that any... straight out of college. Part of the stuff to do through full sale but the is fact... to bring writers in. But the fact that we're not inundated with 17,000 Fortnite references and actions every week on WWE television just proves that they don't know what kids are into these days. You leave that Fortnite point for me for later, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I'm foreshadowing. Fort, foreshadowing. <laughs> That's the new skin. Out now. $10. <laughs> thousand V-Bucks. Yeah, it's, uh, the whole thing is fucked up. And it's really pissed that... It's it's like someone pissed in my cornflakes about this whole thing because it's really pissed me off about evolution the, the the quality of matches they could have versus what they're actually going to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but do you remember the time Riot Squad cut a man's tie off? Oh, <laughs> that, tie, that tie looked expensive. That was that wasn't a penny's tie. That was that that was. Uh, like, you can't bones. find that. You can't find that in the rack on the rack. You can only get them delivered through like you know podcast ads. Ten percent off now. Enter the code Jericho. <laughs> Gordy, you made a point there that you know. They have developed this card for evolution now that isn't living up to what it could be. Steve, you were making the point earlier at our executive dinner at McDonald's that there are some talent within SmackDown that are not happy about just being in the Battle Royal. Yeah, so this has essentially come from, before we wrap up that thingy, where essentially what we're looking at here is Riot Squad against Natty, Sasha and Bailey. Pre-show. That's the fucking evolution. But you think back... (sighs) Sasha and Bailey are a huge reason. There's two. There's two huge reasons, in my opinion, where this started. Nikki not Bella. This, no, not this <laughs> Nikki Bella bullshit that started it. We were like, do you want? Do I like that line. The only reason you have that championship is because I did this and we did that. The divas. No, it's a result of that. It's because it was so fucking terrible. It's not a contributing point to mm-hmm. it. But anyway, um, Sasha and Bailey was a huge part of all this, and 100%. Becky and Charlotte, the four horsewomen, yeah. and and Ronda in a different life. This yeah. is all because it's all started with Ronda Rousey. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and that's why like, I don't like. I hate that this match is going to make that their match is going to main event this, but not because of Ronda. The fact yeah. that they have Ronda, who's the person who did start this whole women's evolution in sport as a whole, as in drawing power, as in yeah. draw bigger than the guys did before McGregor came along. She, like, she, she was she was outdrawing Brock. Yeah. She was huge. They made a division because this woman was going to be that big of a draw. That's the figures are there for that. Yeah. That's not that's not a market employee. She no. was the marketing. Just Ronda Rousey the poster. was the first ever woman. <laughs> in sports, she may as well have been. She was, but she was pulled in that sort of numbers. And I, in the states that coincided with their women winning the world cup only a year or so after that as well yeah. so it was a big thing obviously everything was happening at once. Ser- serena williams was born after that as well ah well she's only a fucking thundering bitch anyway <laughs> i don't know if that's sexist and or racist no no that's, that's neither or she's just she is just a thundering bitch i just don't think her 
Um, oh man, that racist and sexist bus! So many people get thrown <laughs> under it on a daily basis. On <laughs> I know this is my way of firing Gordo. It's great. No, I had, I had, there's not one bit of racism or sexism in it. Go back and no. watch some for Oprah's. Gordo, you bush. are a privileged white male criticizing a black athletic female. Clearly, clearly, you are being both racist and sexist. How dare you? I expect your resignation on my desk tomorrow. Well, I'm sorry that she's being a mother to her kid and she's setting a good example for her kid and she'd never cheat, despite the fact that her coach admitted that he was trying to communicate with her on the court um, and that she was essentially throwing all her toys out of the pram. She should be teaching her kid not to throw the toys out of the pram. Just saying. Itch. <laughs> Um, um, but yeah, it, it's it leads us into Shevolution then. Shevolution. <laughs> During a catch as catch can classic between Nia Jax and to the returning Tamina, <gasps> which we'll get to that. Uh, the battle royal was announced. It was breaking news during the match, and all the graphics ready to go. How how breaking was it? But anyway, I love when you stupid do stupid WWE logic. Well, no, no, there was a, obviously clearly there's a creative guy backstage who has the ability and the wherewithal to pause time and create this graphic so that it, when he unpauses time again, boom, there it is. Or maybe it was kept so secret that not even the announcers knew about it. What? Even though it was on their scripts. Uh, but anyway, announced are, I assume so far, it can't be all of them Tamina, Billy Kay, Peyton, Ember, Foxy, Naya, Dana Brooke, Asuka. Mandy, Sonia, Carmella, Lana, Naomi, and Tori fucking Wilson. Yeah. Oh, this will be this will be buffered in and filled in with some May Young girls and some NXT girls. Tori Wilson. Tori Wilson will be in the final four. Asuka. Yep. That's what burying looks like in 2018. Yep. No, I know. Uh, I know you probably haven't had a chance to read my recap yet, but uh, I made a comment of uh, why aren't we having? Why are we using this as an opportunity? To have more than one night of the year where Raw and SmackDown go against each other in direct competition. Hey, 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 that's my line. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I said we're having more than one. So I'm, I'm technically borrowing part of your line to emphasize my own point. Which I is, did not give you my consent to do that. I don't care. This is not consensual stealing. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm yeah. going on Twitter. <laughs> ah, fucking come on. Go get triggered. Come on. Don't at me. Don't at me. Get the Admiral. Uh, but like at the end of the day they could have gone with a whole angle around uh, no, I, I'm going to use Ember and Asuka because one uh, you want to showcase the best of what your division has if you're not going to give us Sasha versus Bailey, give us Ember finally getting the win over Asuka have the whole thing of okay I won the belt after you left but I've never I've never been able to beat you I need to prove that I'm the better woman Ember mm-hmm. shows up on SmackDown, calls her out like that, or just calls her out on Raw, have Asuka answer on SmackDown or on Raw the week after. But essentially, have Ember call out Asuka saying, I need to prove I'm the better woman. I need to prove that I can actually beat you. And it rounds off their journey nicely. I know they're probably going to save it for something to happen in around about two years' time, but at that stage, it's too long. Mm-hmm. It's like it's still fresh enough in people's memories now. If you do this now, you have the chance to make a good match for your first ever all-women's pay-per-view, but also a chance to just really tie up this story nicely as well. And I think they're really missing the boat on that, whereas instead they're going to be in the filler battle royal. 
which the, the only good thing with this is the winner does get a future title shot. So Tory Wilson is getting a future women's title shot. <laughs> uh, clearly, it's going to be Mandy Rose, God's greatest gift. I wouldn't be surprised to see it be Sandy Deville. Oh yeah, empowered the lesbian. Yeah. Well, I was just thinking that they're fairly high on her at the moment, and she has come on leaps and bounds in the last couple of months. So to have <laughs> your mic just went mad up there. It's <laughs> <laughs> weird. I think he's got a bit of a hard on for Sonia Deville. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, better? She's, she's yeah, it's fine. For the other team, Gordo. It only goes, it goes, uh, like yourself, it goes up and down very quickly. Oh, hey, hey, oh, phrasing. That's fucking harsh. That's a fucking heartbroken here. I thought the other bitch done last week. Come on now. <laughs> uh, this was the Ember and Naya beat Dana, Brooke, and Tamina, who returned unceremoniously. The Naya and Tamina standoff to see who is truly The Rock's cousin, I thought was great. <laughs> they just kept headbutting each other. Uh, that's what the women's evolution is all about according to Renee Young yeah uh, she woman handled her after the match Tamina super kicks Nia into the ropes uh, Ember then abandons her friend to help Tamina eliminate Nia see what they're doing here guys is they're explaining to us how a battle royal works they legit spoke us through how a battle royal works uh, just make sure that she got it and how the rules work uh, Ember, whoa, whoa. Ember. I I missed this. Can you can you explain it to me in so, a bullet point go, format, please? So basically, Ember had abandoned her friend because Nia was against the rope. So her and Tamina teamed up to eliminate the larger woman. So did so, Ember turn heel? No, she just turned on her friend slightly, just to show us how, how an elimination works. But then uh, oh. Ember tries to throw Tamina over, seeing the opportunity. So then she Dana turned Brooke, face again. Yeah, and then Dana Brooke okay. comes along and throws both of them out to show For that them. anything can happen. So what you're saying is Ember Moon is over the top rope. Exactly. Oh, How does Tom that... Mike feel about this? <laughs> <laughs> He's not allowed. It's the reverse Saudi situation. There's no men allowed. It's okay. the no homeless club. Okay, okay, so is it like the May Young Classic where Michael Cole is going to be commentating? So? Oh, that's Michelle Cole. Michelle Cole. Yeah, Michelle yeah. Cole. Is on that. that explains a lot. He's still in the yeah. facial hair, though. Yeah, Kathy Kelly is still going around uh, chopping off people's testicles in case they uh, get any bright ideas. <laughs> I'd forgotten about that. Fucking absolute sadist bitch. Who gave that moment creative control? Seriously. The end of this was awful, and Michael Cole couldn't get away from it quick enough. He was like, ah, next up, anything else? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I have a note Lisa, Trish, challenge Mickey and Lexi to a fight now but they decline scene that took four hours <laughs> oh, that was terrible. <clears throat> oh my god the reason for it is they were trying to essentially ham up like a 15 year old Alan Iverson reference about practice mm-hmm. where Iverson said basically he doesn't practice and he's like practice practice we go practice right now and they kept hamming that up now, Corey was on that one I'm pretty sure Iverson left Philly around about 2007. <laughs> if it's I remember half correctly. Half amazing, though. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Baller and Lashley. Yeah. So Kevin Owens is injured. He's out for six months, six to nine months or something. Baller yeah. beats former Chinder. Chinder was a champion less than a year ago. Beats him in 90 seconds. Squash if there yeah. ever was one. But as Balor celebrates with Bailey, out comes Leo Rush and Bobby Lashley. Leo says Balor wishes he looked and smelled like Lashley. 
I don't know why. But Lashley squashes Tyler Breeze after posing for the entire ad break. God bless that crowd. And when we came back from ads and they kept doing the Lashley, Lashley, Lashley thing, thing going on, the crowd was dead. I mean, you could literally hear a pin drop in there. There wasn't a sound in Philly. Yep, and it's mainly because Owens is injured. Yeah. Because people thought, everyone thought last week, okay, people are finally going to get behind heel Lashley. No, people were just getting behind the fact we're going to get a face Owens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, good yeah. to start it with Leo Rush and Lashley. It was brilliant that week. It was so good. Yep. And then double turn last week. This was going well. Yep. And this <laughs> is what Kevin Owens' legs look like these days. So that's He's had his surgery and he's out for up to eight months. He said uh, he he found was it, a, a two for one offer in the surgery store. <laughs> Imagine um, the pop when he comes back, though. Yeah, that is going to blow the roof off. Come back? Oh no, he won't make the rumble Monday after Raw or after a Mania, maybe. Probably too soon. Uh, I would imagine. I would imagine trying to do a surprise entrant in Money in the Bank. Maybe, yeah. I think if he was to, if, I think if. There would be a last-minute entry into a Money in the Bank match. <clears throat> Just have someone get laid out backstage. And then yeah. that, they do the usual thing of, okay, right, you fucking serious. Okay, go on, go on, you're in the match. Get out there. Next thing, his music hits as the eighth entrant or seventh or however many entrants they have. He comes out last. The roof comes off and have him win it. Perfect return. But it looks like Balor's been put into that position now. They've just subbed Balor in. Yeah, because I've nothing fucking else for the lad. It's either that or he's going to be just doing mixed match challenge matches against fucking Jinder every week. Ah, dear God. And is there anyone watching that? I don't mean us. Is there anybody watching this fucking show? Is that why they're doing it on Rona to drum up interest? Uh, potentially. So I, I don't know. I haven't no, paid attention to any of this. Should we, how are we supposed to know? It's not like Facebook would uh, increase their viewership numbers. Yeah, I uh, saw that. Jesus Christ. So they've admitted to inflating all the numbers for advertising reasons. How is this come? How are they as a company not getting absolutely fucking destroyed with lawsuits over some of the shit that's come out about the last few months? Yep, it's a cesspit. That Simple, thing. because thirty percent of the world's population are on Facebook. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Not be on Facebook? Imagine Me. not being on Facebook. You'd want to be a fucking mark for that. Hi there, I'm not on Facebook, and I never will be. That's because you're old and don't know how to use technology. <laughs> how do you think this thing is happening? Should have magic podcast. I sent it off to the podcast theory. Uh Kurt Corbin was next. Um <laughs> Vacation Kurt dancing with Jose was quite funny. What's with the elbow dance? It's great. Uh we did the Conquistador again in a match against AOP, but would you believe it? It wasn't Kurt Angle this time, it was just some local dude. And Kurt comes from behind and Angle Slam on Corbin on the stage. Phrasing. Phrasing. <laughs> uh Apollo Cruz interrupts Elias. Uh, I am pretty much done with Elias, lads. They need to change it up. I, I, I'm not. I'm not done with him. I'm just done with what they're doing with yeah, him. Yeah, that's what I mean. Sorry. Like, I will still enjoy the first two or three minutes of every promo he does until he gets interrupted. Then I've lost interest. Yeah, it's just it's getting really fucking boring now. Remember when Joined he laid up. out scene at that time? Yeah, that was good. Very, but they put a ceiling on him. Know, they put a ceiling on him they, they clearly think that he's gotten to the level that he can go to despite the fact that he's a fantastic in-ring worker he has better mic skills than 99% of the people in the company and the crowd actually want to see more of him yep he is hobo macho man good old hobo macho man I still believe in him but I'm just getting 
It's the segment, yeah. so I should rephrase it. The, the segment. I'm getting really sick of that segment. Yeah, because you've seen the same segment for the last two years. Yep. Uh, Raw was just... Uh, my opinion, I, I, I hadn't watched it properly in three weeks. I hated it. I just... Mm. I can't... It's boring. It's predictable. It takes so long. So many ads. Yeah. God, it's the irony... The irony, the fact that they had a three-hour row which dragged for 17 hours in real time. And then you had SmackDown, which was a two-hour show which could have been spread out over three hours easily. That thing went by. It just went by fast. I watched it live, too. Um, the opening. Irish time. Yeah. The opening, the collection of great moments from SmackDown history. And then Truth and Carmella do the Fortnite dance. And if that doesn't show you where the product has fallen to, then nothing will. How do you have R-Truth and Carmella open up Raw or SmackDown 1000? Dance break. <laughs> right. Like, don't get me wrong, I laughed when Vince McMahon came out and they did a dance break. Yeah. But by Jesus, come on, like. You've got a two-hour show which you've got 17,000 things to cram into. This was one of them that you could have missed. Yeah, this was something I was saying as well. Raw was just dragging on and on and I was really not liking it. And I go, well, Stephanie's going to show up any second now to make this even worse. And then she shows up at the start of SmackDown. And, oh, fucking bitch. Off my TV. It's uh, always so good to see Vince. And I was saying, I want to see more of him on TV. He's great. You want yeah. to see the demented old man making mistakes. Yeah, you see, this is something I talked to you earlier and, uh, during our fine French cuisine. Why don't you run with the character? old red like vince in the 90s would do this he he didn't give a fuck he'd do cool stuff people think he's lost it and he doesn't have an idea so have him come on tv as a character that keeps getting things wrong and it's funny they already have that it's called kurt angle <laughs> like, that's not funny when it's true <laughs> be the crazy demented old man who gets people's names wrong and and uh yeah i don't know it's something for him there but uh that happened I, I just, bollocks jaw showed up again doing her thing nobody cares dance break dance break uh, Brian and AJ lose to the Usos the Usos are back haven't seen them in three four years mm-hmm. that was good good match what's this crack with them saying incidental not accidental three times was that just something that got stuck in their mouth and they couldn't get it out or was this something to do with some pop nah, that's an, it's Americanism right there it's, it's a big word and phrase in American football incidental contact Right. Okay, then. Weird. Mm. Good match, though. Um, they were already they were already caught for time at this point already. See, the entrances, it was just like, you could see Vince leaving as AJ was doing his entrance. Do you notice that? Yeah. Like, just get the fuck out there. Get yeah. the fuck out there. And Brian, and Brian came out during AJ's entrance. Um, but, yeah, good stuff. It's kind of bringing us towards their match, I suppose. Which, when is that? Is that at, at Money in the Sand or is it yeah, in... Yeah. It is, yeah, okay. So well, no, no time yet. Well, we don't know. It mightn't be at Money in the Sand. Yeah. Evolution, the other one. The male one. <laughs> the, we were saying as well, shouldn't the current Orton, his current character, hate the crowd pandering stuff? A smackdown of a thousand, different, different parts of the multiverse. Yeah. Different That's what me and Steve he was, were saying. He, well. was a, he was wearing a suit. Yeah, there was a giant pause placed on everything here. Uh, Flair mentions that uh, oh god I love Ric Flair it's like Smackdown 1000 but you know it's 10,000 I'm more interested in because he claims to have slept with 10,000 women oh Nitch slap your shoulders oldest Uh, ride longest line (laughs) Orton uh, Orton then says Flair is living off of Charlotte for some reason 
vicariously um, through Charlotte. Yeah, because he's being a dick. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he says that Batista spends most of his time in the makeup chair now. Batista gets a good long promo, which at one point tells Rick to keep that thing in his pants. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I loved Batista to, yeah. on SmackDown. Like he is fantastic, and by God, they they miss someone like him around. Just a throwback. It's because he's not. Uh, he hasn't been trained in the recent ways of speaking. No, nonsense. He never really. He never really was though. To be fair, he was never a company guy. He was always a rough and ready brawler, and that's why I think a lot of people liked him because he was different. He even um, brought up Blue Tista. Yep. Yeah. But- the thing I like about this is that with Batista, he now has Marvel money. So yeah. he can go out there and not give a shite. Yeah, and Triple H's nervous breakdown of laughing because he was, oh my God, what have you done? Why have you said that? <laughs> um, but it all came down to what they're really setting up. Uh, Triple H, he says, Triple H has done everything in the business except for beat him, him being Batista. Mm, Batista squaring up to Triple H, is he? Yep. So Triple H is kind of... You know, staring daggers through them. Batista doesn't drop his gaze. Ric Flair trying to break it up was fantastic. Come on, guys. Come on, guys. Slap at the shoulder. Slap at the shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> and Orton uh, yeah. behind it. <laughs> like, oh, damn. Oh, it was great. But the music plays. It's so, <laughs> just like, get them out of here. Come on to fuck. But yeah. Mm-hmm. And WrestleMania, then, I take it, Jeff? Yeah Batista, yeah. Batista goes into the Hall of Fame and has his last match against Triple H next night. And Probably. loses. Yeah, because that's what happens. I bow down to the king. Uh, I don't know. I think Drax. You, you don't. You don't have Drax lose his last match. But they don't rate it. They don't care. That's the weirdest thing. He's this uh, hugely popular person oh, outside no. of it, and they don't care because apparently well, they didn't think that was going to take off. Wasn't that the story? Oh, they pretty much laughed at it. Yeah, you're like, it's huge. It's absolutely huge. I'm not into the Marvel stuff, but I know for a fact it's fucking huge. Like. Um, yeah, no, they, apparently they laughed at him when he said he was going to do it. They're like, okay, cool, we'll see you back in six months, kind of thing. Yeah, well, he's been trying to come back, and this is his way. Yeah, that's, well, he said he said that's what he wants to come back for. Though. He said he wants to come back. He said he doesn't care if it's Hall of Fame or not. He said he wants to come back and he wants to do one last run with Triple H ending at WrestleMania. Yep. So, um, but this was um, a, Triple H is there. Taker's having a promo later. Why wouldn't Taker or why wouldn't Triple H attack Taker after all that happened last week? Kayfabe, Kayfabe, different Shark Ted. No. This is Evolution Taker, not DX Taker. Or Evolution Triple H rather than DX Triple H. Yeah, he's got three guys there can help him kill the Undertaker. Yeah, but it's a different Triple H, man. Do you not understand these things? I need to believe. I need to Different Shark Do you not Kayfabe? They paid the Undertaker to have a seven minute entrance and then come out and say like ten words. He says, at Crown Jewel, boo, they all booed. And then they said, we have three words for DX. Eat a pudding, eat a pudding, eat a pudding, eat a pudding, eat a pudding. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, this is where, this is where Triple H, the DX Triple H should have come out and attacked Taker, but obviously caught for time. One thing I would say is that when Evolution were in the ring, did you notice that up on the Tron, they had an advertisement for Evolution, the pay-per-view, uh, mixing up evolutions. Wrong so one. They literally had a camera on Batista while he was talking, and in the background on the Tron, it's Evolution a week from Sunday. They're like, no, Evolution are in the ring right now. Right there, right now. Like, what's this going on? Is a, this is a perfect opportunity to go and change the name right there and then to Shevolution. 
Um, I'll leave the best for last, but uh, New Day dropped the titles to the bar. I didn't see that. Not just the bar, the bar and the big show, which is fitting. The big show turned for the one thousand time, (laughs) turned for the one thousand time on the one thousand episode of SmackDown. Mm -hmm. And who says they can't do long term story? Sorry, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but the big show bar. They joined the five time club, and Booker T was right there. Give me another King Booker second. King Booker. I hope it's it's that's canon now. And anytime someone wins the title five times, Booker T has to come out and, <laughs> and put them over. <laughs> uh, they really, really, really. I noticed this Taz. Taz was missed here. I thought he was the voice of really? the show for so long. We should have had Taz and Michael call it. Yeah. Uh, see, yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I love Taz, so I'll always want him back. But they had Booker and King at the pancake table. Uh, they didn't really cut to them much, which is a shame. I would have let them well, call the match. The first time they cut to them, they fucking there was three air, three seconds of silence because they didn't realize they were on air. Good. Oh, yeah, King misses Q. Good. Yeah. Booker literally had to nudge him on air on screen to get into the fucking commentary. Good. I want to, I want this monotony of this highly produced bullshit to end. I want some madness. I want something to happen. You want Kevin Kelly and Don Callis? I'd be fine with that. Or just well, you know, we might get that on New Japan anymore. Yeah, that looks oh. like when it's finished. Yeah. Oh. Uh, shit. Lanny Poffo is going interviewing for the position. Apparently, he of Macho Man is my brother. Fame. Oof. God. What's he called? The yeah. genius, isn't he? The genius. Yeah. Uh... Um, but yeah, I think their big thing was that a title was changing. I, just, I didn't see them taking it off the due date so quickly. It was strange. No, they had to. They had to do something big on the show to keep the current uh, timers happy. Six man tag. That's what's going to happen. Six uh, man tag with Big Show, and then split it off into Big Show and Big E. Well, Big E's going to hit the big ending, and it's going to be Big E breaking off into a fucking singles run. Possibly. Possibly. But look. The best thing on TV all week of any television program I watched was The Cutting Edge, which I can't believe I'm saying that because I hate these talk show things. <clears throat> so Edge is his interview with Becky and he finds common ground, you know, he wasn't supposed to be in the main event. Wait, Steve has found something before we go on. Go on. <laughs> Rusev tweeted out 51 minutes ago, if it's only Americans in the WWE World Cup, does it become the US Open? <laughs> 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 I love that man so much. Uh, he fucks to give. Mm-hmm. Um, so he kind of, yeah, Edge was saying, you know, he wasn't supposed to be in the main event or the posters, all that sort of stuff. He had to fight, he'd claw, he'd scratch, he'd bite and all this shit. But then he kind of criticized Becky for it. And, you know, as the, he kind of looks on it with hindsight and goes, you burn so many bridges and all you're left with is your titles. Um, you, you know, you won't have any friends, only burn bridges, blah, blah, blah. You'll be sitting at home looking at your championships alone and you won't like yourself. And Becky. Oh, sweet, sweet Becky. <laughs> I don't like myself. I love myself. Now stop being so condescending and get out of the chance ring. <laughs> Carefully don't hurt your neck again when you're going through the ropes. Oh, love pew, that pew, 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 Oh, the That's the IRA. That's the IRA shooting at the Americans right there. Pew, 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 pew. <coughs> no, they had heat with the Americans. Did you not watch Sons that... of Anarchy? <laughs> it's true, yeah. Season three. <laughs> My God. <laughs> Um, set in Belfast aka K-Pape we were talking about this earlier the champ yeah 
I love the champ. God, the champ. She's great. Mm -hmm. Again, one of the best things they've had for so, so long is she's just going to be thrown in the middle of the evolution card. Yeah, this is the main event. This is the main event. But it's not. It's the people's main event. (sighs) And by people, I mean the non-fucking Bella Stan accounts main event. Oh, man. Those Alexa Bliss accounts. Jesus, they're everywhere. I've had to to start muting people. Oh, my God. I had to unfollow so many of them at the weekend. Anyway. Uh, yeah, Charlotte comes down. She had to cut the promo as she was walking because we were really pressed for time at this point. Uh, but Becky just held the title up, just held it right in her face until Charlotte attacked. The champ. Mm-hmm. She's great. Yeah. The only way, the only reason that Becky should lose the title at She Evolution is if Charlotte turns heel. If Charlotte wins that belt clean, it is an abomination. So it's going to happen. It's most likely going to happen. But yeah, 100%. It should only ever happen if she turns heel. Although, like, I was thinking, like, I, was, I only watched SmackDown or finished off SmackDown this evening before recording because I'm a professional working man who has to pay the bills, you know? Yo, I, I'm trying to think from a WWE creative point of view, and I know that's a very dangerous game to be in. That'll give you migraines. <laughs> it really will, and that, that would explain why I've been getting them lately. But... What if their booking of Belly, Belly, Becky Balboa has been perfect so far? You know, what if they actually did complete the turn to face? Would she still get this over the top reaction, or would it kind of wane the way that Bailey's has? Is the fact that she's still edgy and tweening heel keeping her at the top of the peak crowd reaction? They're finally giving her a chance. Is more than anything else. They're finally letting her talk and letting her. You know, there was a story for so long they didn't yeah. want her to talk because of her accent. Like, yeah, no, I completely agree with that. But you know, that can only last for so long. You know, we need the character can only hold this position for a finite amount of time before they have to pivot somewhere else to develop storylines with other people. Where does she pivot to next, and how can she keep this level of uh, overness with the crowd? Hmm. Like, who's the next match? We'll say if she beats Charlotte. Well, you've well, got six to... six months later, after all the rematches are done with. Well, you've got Asuka there, who's the next in line, and from a SmackDown point of view, because we all assume somehow Charlotte's going to be banished to Raw to face Rousey at Mania. Oh yeah. Or Charlotte's going to win the Royal Rumble and have a choice of champion. Or you change that up right now and you make it Becky Ronda. Because that'd be fucking amazing. Uh, It's too good. The champ. champ. It's too good insofar as you've got the two most over women in the company going head to head. The other women's match in the company is going to pale in comparison when they're on the same card. If you want your WrestleMania main event... You're yeah. not putting Becky Lynch in the main event of WrestleMania. That's yes, not going to happen. The champ can do does what she wants. <laughs> she does what she okay. wants. She does what she wants. Maybe she just shows up and does it anyway. So someone else is coming out. She just walks past them holding the title off. Get away from me. Main event. <laughs> but yeah, at the end of it, they're hell bent on eventually in the next couple of years there's going to be a women's match main event in WrestleMania. Mm. Oh, completely agree. And they it's are... very much penciled in right now that it's going to be Charlotte and Ronda next year. 35. Yeah. yeah, which is where I'm saying I think they are fucking nuts to do it. And, I t- and as things are at the moment, they are getting a better match and a better reaction if they have 
Becky in that role instead. Yeah, but it, Becky's not Charlotte. Don't forget that Charlotte is the poster yeah. girl in WWE. She's better and she's the champ. Oh, I know they're <laughs> but no, no WWE's PR Twitter account tweeted out that thing of why Charlotte is the champion we need. Remember, uh... same the exact same thing they done for Roman Reigns around about two months ago because we laughed about it back then when it was him, <laughs> and now they've done it for fucking Woman Reigns as well. Yeah. Oh, the champ. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love the champ. Yeah, that's literally all of it then. Uh, actually, quick thing. How weird was it seeing Edge's entrance without the pyro? Oh, it looks so fucking... It's like it's neutered. Yeah. <laughs> she does the thing and then... You couldn't have done pyro for one night, lads. Come on. Even just yeah. for his entrance. Yeah. The rated R superstar. Tony totally Timmer, what a man. That and the fucking the pyro curtain for Evolution's entrance. Just them where, two. Where was the fist? Did they do Up all your arse? Yeah, all the fisting was done on Monday. They didn't, they didn't want to break the Shields gimmick on Tuesday. Not even the fist, but they even they remember the circular kind of yeah. things. The the, yeah, the circular things. Right? Even they were in the video games, and you could climb them as well. It just goes to show they're just so out of touch with, with what fans actually want. Yeah. It could have given fans an absolutely, m- truly memorable night. And they chose not to do it. It was just another night. Yeah. Which is, it just takes away, like we said, I said to you earlier on at our executive French cuisine dinner, you have your storylines and you have your character development all the way up to this Smackdown 1000. Press pause. You have your SmackDown 1000, but all your nostalgia acts coming back, your nostalgia stage, your commentary team, video packages, making a three-hour event, an absolute party of a night. Next week, you hit pause again, and you continue on with storylines. This would have been a perfect one night out of the year where you just go and you have a bit of fun. Yep. But they are not able to do that. No. Well, can you remember from, was it Raw 1000, where they done the... Mark uh, Mark Henry comes out, uh, or was it Rotman? Well, whichever one where Mark Henry came out as sexual chocolate, he had the sexual chocolate music and everything. Yeah. Okay, it was the twentieth oh, anniversary. Thousand, I think. It was the twentieth anniversary. I think it was either Raw One Thousand or the twentieth anniversary. And but, where, uh, where were Billy and Chuck? Oh. Uh, <laughs> well, Billy, uh, Billy is like doing all the likes of All In and stuff now, and yeah, he's yeah. doing indie shit, and I think potentially still does some ring around uh, New Japan stuff as well. Was the um, end of New Japan Rumble last year? Yeah, it so, was uh, great seeing the Daily Guerrero stuff again. Yeah. That's he was the king of the show. I think he just named show was named after a rock catchphrase. But it was Eddie Guerrero show in my head. Uh, did you see the tweet Jordan just sent? No. no. Have a look. It says this week in crazy deathmatch wrestling. Uh, oh, there's a guy. In, there's a guy in a corner, and another guy runs, and he's got two light tubes. I know it's terrible. Oh. So he puts the, he runs he him the way, Jose. He does look. That's a woman. It's a woman. Oh, what is it all? God. So the guy puts he runs and jumps. So he puts his knees straight up and puts the two light tubes across his knees, and then bangs the light tubes into this person's face, into her throat. Like legit, could have killed her. Double knees with the light tubes. Oh my god. So someone tagged Jim Cornette in this. Oh dear lord! No, he's he's too busy. Uh, he's too busy finding out who Terry Thatcher is. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me you saw this, Steve. No, go on. 
So somebody tagged Jim Cornette or sent it to him last week, a botch of a Canadian destroyer. And he effectively, to the to, to the effect of said, you know, moves like this are killing the business, you know. Um, uh, and super fan from Dublin, Deco, who is on the forum, who is absolutely sound lad. He is a number one fan for Terry Thatcher, who is the now former NLW champion in OTT. And he goes, oh, well, you haven't seen Terry Thatcher do it. And Jim Cornette actually replied to him and says, who? <laughs> Are you sure you got the right name there, buddy? <laughs> and ironically, on the show, we saw the pre-show before the women's uh, pay-per-view. He actually hit the Canadian Destroyer perfectly. <laughs> it was like, why didn't we videotape this and send it to Cornette? It would have been fantastic. Oh, man. <clears throat> Good God. There's nothing else really, is there? Uh, well, we could probably have a quick quick run-through of some of the OTT stuff if you want. Yeah. I was talking about maybe doing a whole thing on that, though, when Nicky's well, around. Yeah, do a half sure. hour he, might, he, he might never get out of that asylum. No, when he's it, back it was, and healthy. It was a very bad raw. Yeah. Um, an awful lot of damage. Um, yeah, no, we could do that, yeah. Yeah, I think so, and then push it out. And a numbered episode, too. A canon episode. Oh, no more bonus canon. Canon episodes. Um, what, what, what do we have to name it? Like fifty-six point one. No, because... fifty-seven. We'll go fifty-seven on it. Let's just bring it in. Let's bring it in. Bring it into the family. Oh. Then we're going to throw out the weekly cadence, though. Mm. So we're going to throw the two-year anniversary then. The ah, but that's an... fine. The two-year an... two anniversary won't be a hundred and four. Like, who cares? Our, <gasps> you slap yourself in the face our loyal listeners the likes of Duke and Jordan are going to be like well Duke and dead Jordan are going to be like come on now what are you playing at I forgot to bring that up he did send that tweet from beyond the grave R.I.P. Jordan someone is after liking 14 tweets what? What 17 Jesus oh well those follow trains are working I'm very popular with these people from Mumbai India we're very popular on the Twitter machine these days. Just a stone's throw away from uh, Jeddah, Saudi Arabia. <laughs> <laughs> but Becky, here's the kicker. You won't even like yourself. You're right. I, uh, I, don't, I don't like myself. I love myself. Now stop being so condescending to the champ and get out of my ring. Careful you don't hurt your neck again going through those ropes. No, no, notorious. And Gordo, you're back now. You heard what we did to you last week. Can you think, think you can do it live or will we have to splice in a recording? I'm, I'm going to try my best. If this goes tits up, feel free to splice. Cool click so if you want to catch more of us here at the alleged wrestling podcast you can find us on most good sound uh, most good podcast apps so such as apple podcasts google podcasts tune in stitcher soundcloud anywhere any of those feed into which is most of the internet uh, if you want more of our wrestling coverage you can find us on twitter it's at 2 wrestling 
Um, if you want to find more of our articles, you can also find them on our Facebook, which is facebook.com forward slash 2bitsports. And if you want to find any of it, and if you get a bit lost and you just want something to browse and pass a bit of time, you can also go to our website, which is 2bitsports.com. We have a lot of articles there related to wrestling, bit of soccer some other couple of other sports like american football video games pretty much anything that pops into our heads really that we just want to get off our chest uh, there may be a lovely piece about flying budget airlines coming up there in a couple of weeks yeah. uh, uh, it's a work in progress i was working on it on a lovely flight with a budget airline last week that was delayed an hour and 15 minutes um and yeah as i said you'll find all that on tubitsports.com on the internet you're cursed with travel though it's it's horrendous, man. Fitz, look at the message I just sent you there before you say anything. There you no. go. You were humming. I don't think you realised you were humming. I had to mute you. <laughs> I, was, I was humming along with Gordo's backing track. Uh, I know. So, yes, it had to go. Do you know what else has to go? You're mad. Oh, needless. Needless. <laughs> Sexist. <laughs> Probably. Any words of wisdom for us? I do have, uh, again, it seems to be a weekly occurrence at this stage, but I do have a, a little bit of a gem from my old man, um, who, as if you've listened to our back catalogue, which again is the Alleged Wrestling Podcast, it can be found on most of the podcast apps. Uh, he, he always gave me these bits of information, kind of when I was in my formative years, and this stuck with me. Um, <laughs> this one was one that I kind of found very interesting about some of his hobbies. And um, there was a time he came in to me and basically just told me that he, he was playing the chess. There was one day he was sitting there and he was playing chess with his friend. And they, they kind of just turned to each other, looked at each other and said, you know what, we, let's make this interesting. And then they stopped playing chess. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Punchline over. <laughs> oh, dear. What was the other one? You'll have to tune in next week to find out. Because <laughs> I don't want to have to look up another one. I have another one. Ah, uh, it's okay. We'll save it. I have another one. I'm saving that for the, for the OTT podcast. Oh, I see. There's a whole new meaning of good night all now. Speaking of which, did you do the night all little girl chance while you were at OTT? I did. did anyone do it? I, I was very proud of it. Good. Yeah, we did. Do people go along? Night with it? <laughs> one or two others did. Um, Oh, uh, during the, the main event, which I don't want to spoil too much on anyone, uh, there will be a part where hopefully I will be heard shouting out a Simpsons reference. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> well, no, no, no. Um, it was during Walter Osprey, and uh, Osprey was getting thrown around the place for a good solid five minutes at one point. And uh, I just turned around and said, he's not going to get tired. You'll have to fight back. <laughs> <laughs> just as the cameraman walked right in front of me. Oh, fantastic. Uh, I hope unfortunately, no one, unfortunately, no one turned around and said, that cactus is right. <laughs> um, oh. yeah, I, was, I was very proud of that one. I'm, ho- I'm hoping it makes it in, so I'm going to have to watch that later because that is now up on OTTondemand.com for anyone that wants to watch it. So that's exactly what I do for the fucking night. Oh, that's fantastic. He's not going to get tired. You'll have to fight back. Oh, kid mo. No, bear, bear, bear in mind, I was at this show after 100 kilometers worth of walking in one week. 
on top of all my travel had landed an hour and an hour and 15 minutes before the show started and ran through dublin airport to get out to the lads so i could make it across town for the show and you probably had a liquid lunch um i had dinner i only had two i only had two beverages that night really yeah because mainly because if i had a third one i was fucked (laughs) um i thought seeing as fitz was wasn't driving home you'd be on the sauce no, we went to that, got chips, and I nearly fell asleep standing up outside the chippy. Nice. I told you I should have went. I would have livened the thing up. The, the, even, oh, even no. my old age. It's when the, adre- it's when the adrenaline dies down in a second. Speaking True. of adrenaline dying down, I guess we should probably call it a night. Call it a night. Good night-o. Night-o. Gordo's mammy. Gordo's mammy. Gordo's mammy. Gordo's mammy. Gordo's mammy. Gordo's mammy. Gordo's mammy.